There's my Dougie boy. So what's this, um... You said you had a story you wanted to tell us, Caleb. So oh, yeah, it? right, right, right. Um, so, <laughs> last night, I was at some friend's house. My buddy, we have a weird, like, kind of tension between us. Like, it's not bad, but, like, uh, he, I, he was in a bad mood, and I provoked him. That was my fault. I provoked him. As you know, I do, Doug. As you know this. <laughs> and... He reacted in, in a way that was so negative to where he deserved, like, I had to fucking step up from, from sitting next to him and be like, okay, I need a break. I came back from my break, I sat down next to him, and then he just kept provoking me. And so I said, bro, you need a slap in the face right now. We, this, is, <laughs> this is a recurring thing, is me slapping people and getting slapped by people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> As we've heard on air. Live. I'm glad that happened live. Yeah. Yeah, on this podcast. <laughs> and so, he needed a slap. And and I finally, I convinced him of this. And so I slapped him, like, a little bit too hard. I slapped him really hard. And then I felt bad about it. And everyone was, like, looking at me, like, with some wide eyes. Like, uh, that was a bad move, bro. And so, I convinced him to slap me back as repercussion. And his fist was, like, kind of closed, and he punched my ear. And so now my left ear, he's right-handed, my left ear is fucked right now, bro. That's why my... Are you, are you, is it, like, ringing? Is it, like, tinnitus? Like, yeah, it, the... the ring comes in once in a while. Yeah. So, I deserved it, and it's, it's a real thing. That's all. That's it. That's the story. I, uh... In relation to that, one, uh, you know, I used to hang out with like the photojournalism kids. Yeah, the PJ college. Yeah, the PJ kids. So my, I guess it was technically would have been my third year in school, but I took a year off that year. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, but that year we all decided to host a fight night, a PJ fight night. Oh, that's fun. And, oh, I mean, it was wild. Like, the cops got fucking called. It was wild. But, um... Oh, wow. But one of our... We had two friends named John, and they fought each other. John versus John. Yeah. So, and my buddy John Hernandez rocked John Crouch so hard in the side of the head that his eardrum busted. No! (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I love your choreography, too. I want to just say... For the listener, as Doug was telling that story, he was doing some really, really... It was some really detailed choreography. I could, yeah. I could see it in my mind. <laughs> yeah, it was just... It was just a... It was a wild night, honestly. Yeah. It, was, it was weird. <laughs> have, do you like fighting, or have you ever been in a fight? I've never been in a fight, so I wouldn't know if I like fighting. I've never punched somebody. I just... Uh, I've never been that... I definitely have, like, been angry enough to want to, like, hit somebody. Yeah, yeah. But I've never... There was one night at the bars here in town where Cameron and I were just getting, like, shit on by this dude who ended up dating, who was, like, he was the boyfriend of our neighbor across the street, which became super awkward Uh really quick Uh once we found out. And then we were all, like... Okay, well, I guess we need to, like, move past that and try and all be friends, you know what I'm saying? Because we would hang out with her a lot at her house, and he was there a lot, so we would see him. But the first time we ever met him, he was just, like, shitting all over us. He was like, 
he was just calling Cameron like a stupid hipster and he was like busting on me for like my fucking my studded vest and everything like that and he was just like you're a fucking poser and you hang out with this stupid ass hipster kid and I like I was going through some shit with an ex at that point and Mm -hmm. I was already in a horrible mood that night, and I went out just to, like, try and, like, let loose a little bit, and this dude's just fucking railing on us, and, like, I'm like, Cameron, I'm literally about to fucking just beat the living shit out of this kid. So I probably couldn't have, honestly, dude's pretty big and has been in several fights, but I, I was just, I was just angry enough and drunk enough, and Cameron was just like, dude, I've never been in a fight before, but I got your if back. you want to fight this kid, yeah. I'm down, we'll go to jail tonight, but I think it's a bad idea. And I was like, <laughs> I think it's a, that's a good disclaimer. You're probably, I was like, you're probably right. Right. Yeah. Like if this, if this is going to go down, I got your back, but it, I'm going to tell you right now, this is a bad idea. Yeah. This is, this is a bad idea, but I still got your back. That's friendship. That's love. Yeah. Cameron, Cameron's going back. When do we got Cameron on the podcast? When's that on the we'll schedule? Get we'll, we'll get him one day. One day. We'll get him one day. Yeah, we will. Uh, fighting that happens a lot in the show that we're going to talk about today. Oh, but yep, more yep. sibling fighting. I have a lot to say about this show, Doug. Uh, on that note, welcome to Black Pilots, everybody. This week's episode, we're going to be reviewing Malcolm in the Middle. So be prepared to hear some spoilers from Malcolm in the Middle. If you want, you can head over to Hulu and watch that before you listen to this. If not, just prepare to uh, you know hear about the show again. This is, um, this is a uh, this is a biggie, man. Like this one. one, this was like a this was a pretty big show. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This this like pretty much like launched like Frankie Muniz's short lived career. I feel like oh. I don't really know what his IMDb. Come at like. me, Frankie. Come at me. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just like when was the last time you saw him in a movie? You know what I mean? Like. Uh. Or anything. What really. was what was that movie he did? Uh, Agent Cody Banks. Agent Cody Banks. Yeah, but that was like years ago. Come at me, Cody. Absolutely, like super years ago. Yeah, that was a mad long time ago. Oh, okay, so in two thousand, I'm on his Wikipedia page. Doug has internet. In two thousand eight, he put his acting career on hold to pursue an open wheel racing career. What the fuck is that? He competed in the Atlantic Championship from 2012 to 2014. And, okay, and then in tw- from 2012 to 2014, he was a he played drums in a band called Kingsfoil. Yeah, dude. Uh, I was hoping we would touch on that because I think they came to Bowling Green. Like some of they our friends, yeah, some of our friends have told me stories about Frankie Muniz to where he came to Bowling Green and they met him. And yeah, Cameron met him. Why isn't Cam a guest right now? This would have been the one, man. This would have been the one. Okay, so he has done some stuff recently. Yeah. Like in the last like six years or so. He's he's he was on Last Man Standing, Don't Trust the Bitch. Last Man Standing. Oh no, Republicans. He kind of just does like it looks like he does like one off episodes, but he was actually in Sharknado three. Oh, this is blowing my mind, Doug. This is wild. And he was on Dancing with the Stars. Are you the internet? Yes. Okay. This is all coming from my brain. I'm not reading this off Wikipedia. 
I know I said I was looking at it on Wikipedia, but that was just to like yeah. make myself not look too smart. Right, right, right. So yeah. that's a good little segue because Frankie Malcolm, Malcolm is a lot smarter than he's given credit for, or than he wants to be, even. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, so I feel like I can wrap up the plot of the whole show in like a few sentences you know what i'm saying give us the rundown baby boy i mean it's centered around this really it's like a live action simpsons almost with more kids it's just centered around this uh really dysfunctional family four sons they're all you know tiered in age and then you've got the mom and dad i don't know who plays the mom but brian cranston plays the dad brian cranston that's gonna come back up again yeah Uh uh-huh um but yeah, I mean, and and you and then, you, but it really focuses around Malcolm, who's a fucking genius. You know what I'm saying? And the first episode is him finding out that he's really smart, and he's being put into this like special class. I mean, that's essentially the entire plot of this one episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, in in short, yeah, yeah. As uh, as like on paper, yeah, that's it. But. But as far as, like, setting up the dynamics of the family and the intricacies of it, the... It's... <laughs> this is just so uncomfortable at points with the uh, the actual, like, the display of the dysfunction. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, in that opening bit, like, Brian Cranston standing there butt naked in front of his sons with a newspaper in front of him and his wife is, like, shaving him. That shit, that's, that's weird. I gotta say this, Doug. I think that maybe our parents had a similar income, but I have a lot more siblings than you, is maybe a thing to factor into this. Like, Yeah, I, I'm, I'm from, an, I'm, I'm an only child, so I really don't know what it's like to be from a house of like, you know, four boys. Yeah, I'm one of, I'm one of five boys. Yeah. So, to me, this just like... You I have an interesting perspective on this, which is nice. Yeah, dude, I I literally, and this is not a shocker to any listener or to you, but I have to say it, I cried three times throughout this episode, man. I was like, this is life. This is fucking life. Like, as a kid, we couldn't couldn't afford, I'm going to be real with y'all, because I do that thing. As a kid, we couldn't afford haircuts, and so my mom spent like $30 on this thing called a Flowbee. Do you know what a Flowbee is, Doug? No, no okay. I don't. It's an attachment to a vacuum cleaner Oh that my god, cuts that's your what hair. I thought you were talking about. That yeah. shit's real? That's real. Like we ha- That's how we got haircuts as a kid. What the fuck? I didn't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying what the fuck to to like. I'm not saying what the fuck to to that like happening yeah. to you. Yeah. I'm more fucking shocked that that's a real <laughs> that product. it exists like, i always thought that that was like a joke on like tv and stuff like that you know what i'm saying that's a real fucking thing that's how i got my hair cut Ow. as a child did it hurt no 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 it was fine no. it, just it felt like, like it a, would like pull your hair while it's cutting it it does but but not to the point of hurting it it just that's vacuums wild. it up it's just a vacuum cleaner on your head and that's how i got my hair cut but my 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 dad, my mom didn't, honestly, this might be TMI, but my mom didn't get a job until later in her in her personal life. But my dad, <laughs> he made enough money to support a small family very, very comfortably. But having yeah. fucking five boys, not even five children, but five boys specifically, 
Like that will that will wipe out your bank account every fucking month and your energy <laughs> and your energy. And so I've been paycheck to paycheck from birth, man. Like I and I don't know if I'll ever not be, but but to me this is kind of a it's home for you. It's home. This yeah. is home, baby. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah, this is definitely it's yeah. This is a good dynamic. Yeah, I'm an only child and I mean I wouldn't my parents they're 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 comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah, saying? sure, like, sure, sure. But they and they help me out. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Still, you know what I'm saying? Like if I if I need financial help, they're there for me. And I'm like, right. that's tight. And they're just yeah. like, Well sometimes I feel bad about it, but other times they're just like you're our only kid, like yeah. you know. Yeah, what else right. are they gonna do with this money? You know what I mean? Like Kids are so important, man. Like fucking yeah. I believe the children are our future. I believe the children are our future. They're not. Kill the children. Let's kill them all. Kill all the children. Please. Um Yeah. But Doug. Yeah. You're a very well adjusted only child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, and that's something that, like, I really, like, worked on growing up. Like, I always hung out with people that had siblings, and all of my friends had siblings, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I mean, I probably, like, knew other only children, but, like, I didn't really, like, become friends with another only child until, like, college. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, I, yeah. It was weird being the only only child in the in the friend circle, you know what I mean? Like so I really had to like not be that that shitty kid, you know what I'm saying? Cuz it's just like if you're that shitty kid your whole life, you're just not going to be friends with it. No one's going to want to be friends with you, you know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. If you expect them all to just like treat you like your parents do or whatever. Yeah, like I never yeah, I mean, but then again, I'm also the like quiet kid who just kind of is like I'll just go along with what everyone else is doing you know what I'm saying I really have never felt the need to you know insert my we need to do this and it's because I want to do this you know what I'm saying like your parents are bad how have I not met your parents they sound so badass that they ingrained this shit into your head they've only been to Kentucky like three or four times for real you know what I'm saying is your mom from Virginia I know your dad is is English. My dad's British, my mom's from Georgia. But my dad's got a sister, and my mom has a sister as well. So, like, they're from, you know, sibling households. Gotcha. Oh, I see. Yeah. That makes sense. This is getting... This is a therapy session right now. For the listener, neither of us has ever been to therapy. Yeah, never. Yeah, therapy... No, it's just not on my list of things to do. I do not have a therapy session tomorrow at 12.20 p.m., Oh, I've got one in a few weeks, I think. I try I only book them once a month these days. I'm a I'm in I'm in maintenance mode. I missed my last therapy session because I was too depressed to go to therapy that would make me not be depressed. <laughs> like what is that? I'm being too honest with you guys right now. Pretty backwards. Do we hit record yet? Uh no. Okay, so I used to watch Malcolm in the Middle Way back in the day. Probably not when it first started airing, but I know my parents did. Oh, your parents did? Yeah, my parents used to watch it when it was, like, originally on TV. And they were always like, I don't know 
like you should watch this. You know what I'm saying? Because because some of it is a little like they it is centered around kids, but some of it's fairly adult themed. Oh yes, you know what I mean. And they were just like, I don't know if you should watch this. And then I got a little bit older, and I started watching it uh, probably when it was in syndication. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what network was it released on initially? Do you know? I I want to say Fox. I could be wrong. Uh, what year did it come out? Ninety butthole. Malcolm in the Middle, two thousand. Oh. yeah, it was on Fox. Okay, on Fox. Good, good call, bro. Good call. I it, it only ran for six or ran for well six years, but seven seasons. I thought it honestly was on longer than that. This was this was the first show that I ever binged before binging was like a term or whatever. Yeah, I used to do that all the time with friends. I've all like literally I've been binging TV since like thousand and three. Is that why we're here? <laughs> Is that why I we? Think so yeah. Well, I used to get like the the box sets of the Friends DVDs, and I would get like one. I'd get like two a year if if they were like until I like caught up, and then that like more were coming yeah. out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I would just watch watch it over and 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 over again. You know what I'm saying? Like, was it on a DVD slash VHS player or just a DVD player? I think it was just a DVD player, but it could have been a VHS because I did have a lot of VHS tapes, you know, like any kid who grew up in the 90s. Yep. The first uh, the first box that I ever bought from Walmart was uh it, it was that 70s show. I had 70s show and Simpsons and Friends and DVDs. TV on DVD was like a big deal back in the day. Like it really was. It was weird. These fucking, these fucking goddamn kids with their twerking and their <laughs> flossing, they don't understand how it was to have DVDs and not streaming services. And if you, like, didn't want to, like, buy the TV on DVD, you'd have to go to Blockbuster, and then you'd have to rent, like, disc by disc, and it's just like, wow. Yeah. What? What is this? Like the the like looking back on it, the la- apparently the last blockbuster just closed down. Really? Yeah, like a I'm couple surprised weeks ago. it didn't happen sooner. It was the it was in like middle of nowhere, Alaska. Okay, that makes well that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and it was like the very very last one, and it just closed down. R.I.P. Blockbuster in, in 2018. I read something the other day that Blockbuster could have bought. Netflix originally for fifty million dollars, and now they're worth something like five hundred billion or something like that, or a hundred oh, billion. Yeah, I'm sure something I'm like sure. that. And I was yeah. just like, but could you imagine like the different like climate if we were still living in a world where like Blockbuster was running the world basically, and like TV like movie rental places basically never went out of style. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I can't. I'm trying, but I There's can't. There's like five here in town. It's weird. What? There's like five family videos here in town. What the fuck? I honestly don't know how they stay in business. Is family video just a southern chain? Probably. Because, yeah, because I never saw a family video until I went, until I moved to Bowling, Bowling Green, Green from, yeah, yeah, yeah from either. Louisville. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. How are they still open? I used to, <laughs> I used to walk by two, fam- I used to walk to work. In um, 2010-ish, 
and I would walk by two family videos on the way. Two of them in 2010. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's unreal. I can't explain it, man. And it's eight years later, and they're still open. That is unreal. Who the this fuck? Is. Who's still paying to rent a video? Rent a DVD. Like, you can rent a movie on fucking iTunes for cheaper than it for probably cheaper. costs to go to a video store. Like, yes. what the fuck, man? What the fuck is happening? I don't, I, I don't get it personally, but... No. Okay, so I wanted to talk about just, like, little things that I noticed in this episode. Great. That I had never really noticed when I watched it. Because I probably watched it... I probably started watching it in, like, 2006, 2007 after it got okay, off yeah. air, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. Now, you can chime in, you know, because you're from this sort of, like, household, obviously, and you're one of the hosts of this podcast, but... Um, so, the, one of the first things I noticed, obviously, I talked about Brian Cranston standing there naked at the at the at the dinner table or at the yeah. breakfast table. That's the open, getting, right? Getting like, shaved by his wife. Yeah, yes. I'm just like, I don't think I ever realized that beforehand, and like, I was just like, okay, this is like, this is kind of weird. Like, I feel like you wouldn't put that on TV today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, uh, another thing I thought that was really funny was... Okay, so when Malcolm and Dewey and Reese all leave the house to go to school... Yeah. They, they walk out the front door. Both houses on either side of their house yeah. have for sale signs in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're trying to get away. Yeah, I, I never, like, picked up on that, like, when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just... Because if you don't pay attention to that, it could just slide right past you but it's just like this is how fucking crazy this family is they do have you know a close-up I mean? on the neighbors who like the mom like pulls in their kids real close and yeah. is like they're like all scared yeah this is for uh what 2000 a uh, single camp like and single camps weren't even that that uh common in 2000 yeah. i don't think like they are now but uh mm-hmm. i don't know but um it was kind of innovative with all the like they have a lot of overhead shots. It's really yeah, well. Do. It's well put together. It's a well put together show. It's well crafted. Yeah. Oh, I do need to to state that they they might be giants is probably rolling in some pretty good money off of this show and from Big Bang Theory. Oh, that's the same band. That's the same band. Ah. Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. And you repeat the, the question. question. You're not, not the, the boss, boss, of me boss of me now. now. Yeah. You're not the boss of me, Blink-182. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, they might be giants. Like, I'm not, like, super familiar with them, but I don't know them to be this, like... Kind of, I mean, maybe they are, but I, I never knew that they were, like, a really poppy band. You know what I'm saying? Like... Me, me, me. I'm a punk boy. I'm a punk boy. Hey, it's me. I'm a punk boy. I sing out of my nose now. I think a lot of their stuff sounds like that, though. I mean, Wikipedia has them listed as alt-rock, indie rock, experimental rock, and children's music. What the fuck? Experimental rock and children's music? That was a really big thing in, like, yeah. punk, pop-punk music back oh, in pop, the day. Oh, pop, yes, yes. Like, yes. that kind of music, like, fucking 
Blink and No Found or uh, New Found Glory and like Green Day and like shit like that. Like everyone was kind of singing through their their nasals, their nasal cavity. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was weird. It was a very interesting stylistic <laughs> choice. Yeah, an interesting choice is the nicest way you could describe that. I'm not saying I've never done it, but uh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm also not saying I'm not ashamed of having done it, which is a fact of my life that I maybe still do sometimes. Mm, you know, it is what it is. So they Malcolm Dewey. What are the Malcolm Dewey and uh, you have Reese? Malcolm Dewey, Reese, and then his older brother Francis, who is at military school, and you see like all the different things that he's done to just like fuck up royally yeah and some of them some of them are kind of small some of them are fairly extreme yeah i relate with francis a lot bro i really do you're the yeah you're, you're the oldest aren't you yeah i'm the oldest of five boys he's the oldest of four and i think it i think it's important to state that malcolm really looks up to francis yes even though francis yeah. is like supposedly a huge fuck up Right, but I think his like character evolves more throughout the show. Like once he gets oh, out of yeah. military school and, and then everything, he, he comes back, doesn't he? Like in season like yeah. three or four ish, he comes back and he's like in the house again. Yeah, and then he like moves off to Alaska or something like that. Yeah, he's trying to figure shit out. He's bullshitting his way through. His parents love him unconditionally. He abuses that. But he's like he's still trying to be a good big brother. He's relating when he calls the house. In that one scene that's not a flashback with him, there's like one yeah. fucking scene that's not a flashback with 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 that actor in it. I don't know his name, the actor's name, but uh, but that one scene, he pops up and he's like, "Hey, can I talk to?" I don't remember what he calls the mom, but he's like, "Hey, can I, the major or something." <laughs> the the guy who plays uh, Francis is uh, Christopher Masterson, who is uh, Danny Masterson's little brother. No way. Yeah. Really? Hide. Yeah, hide from 70 show. Th- that makes a lot of sense. Like, their faces look <laughs> pretty much the same. Yeah. Yep. And Isaac Masterson is their youngest brother. Yes, yeah. Our, our friend Isaac Masterson is their youngest brother, yes. <laughs> so, I'm surprised I did not know this going into Sorry, it. Sorry, I, I don't... I apologize for cutting you off. Uh, you were talking about the scene where he's on the phone with his parents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... I relate with that. Like, when I call home... I'm trying to relate with my little brothers and be like uh, affirming them and be like, hey, we're, you know, we're on the same page, like make inside jokes and shit like he did. And then I'm like, hey, can I I talk to mom and dad? Can I talk to the fucking the bosses or whatever? And that's what he was saying. (laughs) My dad calls my mom the governor. Or the or the or the banker depends on what role she's playing, what hat right. she's wearing that day. It's, that's a good fucking rabbit hole right there. Like how the the parents take on different roles, uh-huh. and that kind of reminds me. I don't want to jump around too much, but that reminds me of the dinner scene where everybody's just like trying to stuff their faces as quick as possible. And there's that fuck. There's that uh, aerial like overhead shot of everybody yeah. just grabbing for food. See, I don't, I don't, I can't relate to that because you okay. know there was. I, I know I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. I just no, like, no, 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 no. I, I understand. 
understand the trope, you know, because I've seen it on TV so much, but I also understand that's a reality for a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where you're just like, I need to get this food, otherwise it's all going to get eaten by the rest of our family. Exactly. Have you ever been to, like, a friend's house or, like, a sleepover or some shit like that where everybody is scrambling for food? Like, have you ever been in that environment? You know, I, I mean, I, you know, I did a lot of sleepovers when I was younger and, like, stuff like that, but I, honestly, like, I can't, like, I can't remember a time where everyone was just, like, constantly scrambling for food, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I it doesn't, it doesn't really come to mind, but I'm sure it could have happened at some point, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But didn't it didn't, like, stick, like, as something to where... No, yeah, it wasn't, like, yeah. something that stands out in my memories. It's a well-shot show, it's well-written... You know what my blindfold rating is. Yeah, I'm sure I do. I mean, mine's probably on board with you. Can we also say that we we tried to record this... We could have recorded this episode a couple of times, but I kept being... I kept... It's on me. I kept pushing it off, being like, we need to do Malcolm Justice. Well, I was also severely hungover yesterday, and... I think the first time I was drunk, maybe, or something, like... No, your internet was fucked up. Oh, that's what it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. Friday I went out of town, and then I came back, and I got a little too drunk, drank a little too much whiskey, or bourbon, I should say. We are in Kentucky. It was not whiskey, because... Uh, because they're different things? Whiskey's not good, honestly. Yeah, compared I'll take, to bourbon. I'll take, a, I'll take a bourbon any day. Oh, um, come on, yeah. But... Yeah, Saturday, I, yesterday, I just didn't want to move <laughs> or do anything. I, was, I felt awful. Yeah. That's called life, bro. Come I on. I got home at like 4 a.m. Saturday and then like got up at 8, had someone come pick my car, had picked me up to go get my car, and then we ended up just hanging out and getting lunch, and that didn't end till like 2 o'clock, and then I got home, and I was just like... I think I'm going to throw up. And then I just, like, fell asleep for, like, six hours. That is beyond fair, bro. Like, come on, don't even be, like, acting like that's a, a bad thing. Dude, every time I drink bourbon or whiskey or just hard liquor in general, I don't. And then the next day, I just sit around and I think... Mainly, I think about She Who Shall Not Be Named. And I'm just like, how in the fuck... And I think about other people as well, but she's really the one that comes to mind just because, like, I was around it so much. I'm just like, how the fuck do you do this every night? Every night. Like, like where do you get the energy the next day to be a functioning member of society? Exactly. (laughs) I feel like a piece of shit. Like, I'm like, I'm sick. I don't want to leave the house. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to, like, just exist but i don't even really want to exist it's just if, if anything i i want to crawl into a hole oh i do want to talk okay so some of those things that francis did to get shipped off to military school like i said some of them are tame some of them not so tame but i thought it was funny because like each time they're showing him like fucking up 
it's the same exact speech every time. He's just like telling. Yeah. He's like, you know, it's, it wasn't my fault, but you know, I'm gonna just work as hard as I can to earn back your trust, and I think one day you'll be able to trust me again. And it's just like that word trust is is a manipulative word, man. Because you're not you're not asking for forgiveness. You're not asking for forgiveness, but it's implied that you want that forgiveness. Dude, but, good take. Like yeah, yeah. Well, the the one that was serious in my mind was the one where he's standing in front of their fucking family car and it's burning on fire. Yeah, but then uh, but then Malcolm like kind of uh, qualifies it by saying it wasn't even our car. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that. No, he's standing in front of that car, car burning. It's inferred that yeah, it is their like I assume it is their car, yeah. and then Malcolm says. It wasn't even our car. It's like, how does that make it any better that it was somebody else's car? Honestly, it probably makes it worse. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But the one where he like gets caught having sex or whatever in the house, that one was funny. I've been there. Have you been there? Have you ever been caught having sex or... or... I've never had sex in one of my parents' homes. Okay. But I was a virgin until I was in college, and then I've only ever taken one college girlfriend home and we didn't have sex there okay you're a respectable man i it's uh, it's just like my my house my room in my parents house in colorado is like right across the hall okay i i did get domed up one time on my back porch in virginia sorry mom and dad if you ever actually listen to this um i like th- it was this girl that, like, I dated in my freshman year of high school, and but we always had this, like, long-running sexual tension whenever we were single together. And then, like, I think it was, like, the summer before we, we went to college, I was just, like, I was awake. It was, like, 2 a.m., and I we were talking on IM or something like that, and I was just like, hey, you should come over, and we can, like, fool around or whatever. And, um... She was like, only if you come pick me up. And I, like, <laughs> I like drove across town and picked her up and brought her back to my house. And we were, like, sitting on my back porch in the middle of the night. And we are like, messing around. And then, like, I got my first blowjob there. And Aww. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I, like, nutted. And uh, I drove her home. <laughs> I love that, that that story included the phrases domed up and nutted. Because <laughs> I'm a classy gentleman like that, Caleb. I only use the classiest of terms for my oral sex. I got domed up. Domed up and I nutted. And she swallowed. Oh. Shout out to that girl. She'll never hear this, but shout out to that girl. You know who you are. Yeah, you know who you are. Thanks for my first blowjob. Preach. But I'm glad it was outside. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's not a lot of fun for the person giving the blowjob. Like, you got to suck on this fucking stinky, phallic she was cool with it. object. She, she was, was cool with like, it. Yeah, she, she, was, uh, she was, like, wild from, like, a young age. So. And she swallowed? Your first blowjob, she swallowed. Okay, all right. Two thumbs up. <laughs> Zero blindfolds for that blowjob. Yeah, we should just make a new podcast about blowjobs, blind blowjobs. That would be it. Would be over in like two episodes. Oh yeah, easy. We get shut down by the 
Yeah, like the FCC or something. FCC, like that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get back. Let's get back to Malcolm. So, okay, uh, we do get introduced to who becomes a, a really important character in the show, and turns out to be Malcolm's best friend, um, Stevie. Yeah. Stevie, yeah. yeah. So, and Malcolm is like Malcolm's mom is like, "You're gonna hang out with Stevie," because like Malcolm yeah. is, doesn't really want to hang out with him. Stevie's in like the smart kid class. He has asthma. He's in a wheelchair. He like can't do anything fun. Like his parents are really strict. Yeah, he doesn't have it. He can't watch TV. Yeah, he can't do like anything. And Malcolm's just like, yeah, I don't want to, like, hang out with him, but he does. And eventually, like, throughout the period of the show, they become really, really close friends. You know what I'm saying? Which I think is really... It it speaks a lot to, like, Malcolm's character. Like, he tries to be this, like... He tries to be, like, his older brothers. You know what I'm saying? But essentially, he's not, though. You know what I mean? He's, He's pretty much the polar opposite. And I think he finds, like, throughout the length of the show he really realizes that you know what i mean that's good man yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah. and it reminded me i don't know i don't know if i'm digging too many holes here but like i've had kids where i like in middle school my mom was like hey so-and-so's i'm not gonna say names so-and-so's parents just called and asked if you want to go like hang out or like have a sleepover or whatever and are sleepovers still a thing i don't know Honestly. I don't know either. Okay. So they're like, hey, you, you want to go hang out with so-and-so? And I was like, Wait, Mom. does it count if you get drunk and fall asleep on your friend's couch? Because if no. so, then yeah, I do that a lot. But they were like, my parents were like, oh, so-and-so wants to have a play date or like have a sleepover. And I'd be like just dreading it. Like, I don't want, can you make up an excuse? I don't want to go. And then we'd play GoldenEye and Mario Kart. Yeah. And it'd be okay, but I didn't want to be there. Eat some, yeah, eat, drink some surge. Hashtag surge sauce. That's a, that's, that's interesting though. Cause like, that's not how any of my sleepovers ever happened. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah it was always like, I'd be hanging out with one of my friends in the neighborhood or something like that. And then I would just be sticking around so long that we I, one of us would be like you just want to like sleep over and then we'd call our you know ask our parents and then they were just like yes no maybe you know to quote yeah. the song the, yeah. for the theme song <laughs> I didn't even get that at first that was good that was really good you're not the boss of me now yeah, exactly, and uh, yeah, but that's that's usually how it happened for me, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, I'm just, you know, is it cool if I just sleep over here? And they're like, yeah, that's, that's fine, just, you know, come over and get your shit and then go back. You got some dope parents. Oh, it took them a while to, like, kind of loosen up, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I see, like, okay. I, they didn't, like, start to get, like, loose until I was maybe, like, the sleepover thing was fine, because that was, like, in the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? They were literally, like, a 30-second drive away. Right, like, I see. Right on the other side of the block, pretty much, you know what I mean? So that wasn't, like, a big deal, but, like, they, like, started to loosen up whenever I started hanging out with kids in other neighborhoods that were a little further away and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, once I, I mean, once I, like, started to make more friends in, like, public school and everything like that, like, kids my own age, like, they all, most most people that I went to school with all lived in this one really massive neighborhood in town. And, like, 
if I was staying over there, it'd be a little bit, you know, more of an issue, you know what I'm saying? And the thing with, like, living in the, doing it in the neighborhood, my parents pretty much knew all of those kids' parents, you know what I'm saying? But when you meet kids in school, when you meet kids in school, like, you're friends with those kids, but your friends, or your parents aren't friends with your friends' parents. So it's like a bit of a different situation a little bit. Sometimes they're like, eh, but... I don't know this family. I don't know what they're about. I don't know. Exactly. They're just like, I don't know if they're going to let you guys do drugs or do, you know, drinking or anything. And I, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't into that shit when I was younger anyways. Like, and none of my friends were either, you know what I'm saying? And if they were, I think they knew that I wasn't and they kind of just kept it away from me, which I was appreciative of, you know what I'm saying? Until I became interested in those kinds of things. So. Yeah. Were you always public schooled? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. My first experience with public school was fucking ninth grade, bro. Fucking freshman year of high school. Wait, were you homeschooled or were you in private school? I was private schooled uh, mostly. And then sixth grade, I was homeschooled. And finally, pub- thank God I was public schooled in ninth grade because I <laughs> I would not yeah. have any social skills. Anything I resembling. Funny. I mean, you kind of went backwards from Malcolm because essentially Malcolm has been moved into a private school. I mean, he's still a part of that school, you know what I'm saying? Right, but his group, his like social group. Completely separated from everyone yes. else. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Totally, he gets, yeah. So he finds out, him and his whole family find out he's a genius. He's got yeah. like an IQ of 160. like 162, 165, yeah. Or, yeah. And uh, he gets like pushed into this like special you know, smart kid class. Yeah. And he's like really not a fan of it. No. To start with. He wants to be normal. Yeah, he just wants, he wants to, to be, be a normal, normal kid. kid. Yeah. yeah. Um which is fair. I think that's what everyone kinda wants. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think anyone really wants to be different when you're that age, you know what I'm no. saying? Like no. So yeah, no, it's it's I feel like it's rough. You just want to kind of blend in with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah. And that was, I like that. I also like that overhead shot where he's eating lunch after he's been in, put into the special class. Yeah. And he like leans to the left and the whole crowd moves left, like away from him. Yeah. And he yeah, leans he, to the right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, throughout the course of the show, he like becomes like their like leader, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that like, I just, I love that too. And I'm glad you brought up the the special class, which I don't like. Obviously, like you said, in 2018, looking back on the 2000 show, it's like there's some terms they use. Like they, they keep call calling it special, yeah. They call the class special, and they call Stevie crippled. They use the fucking word crippled, bro. You're cringing. Yeah, that one. That was a little. Yeah. Did, did they call him crippled when the bully hit yes. him? Yes. Okay, they're like, you hit a cripple kid? Yeah. yeah, that's... To be fair, though, I guarantee you a kid in, like, kids in 8th grade in 2018 would probably still say that. I think that's less of, like, a demonstration of the time and more of a demonstration of, like, their age group. You know what I'm saying? Where they don't have another word to use for that. But also, Malcolm's mom says, oh, I set up a play date with Stevie. You're gonna hang out with this crippled kid. She... His mom called Stevie crippled. Yeah. Well, she's also not the most politically correct character on the show either, because there's another nudity scene, like, halfway through the show, when she, like, the teacher shows up to tell I love, I love that scene. Did you, how do you feel about that scene? I thought it was weird. 
I'm just like, but I thought she like she handled it well in the sense where she was like the teacher was like really like kind of just like alright I need to look away like this is awkward and then she's just like look lady like they're just tits like yeah you've seen boobs? them like you you've seen boobs and honestly yours are probably nicer than mine are <laughs> and I was like she's like really comfortable with herself I appreciated that in that like it's like a, a sign of her functionality she's trying to get through life She's doing laundry. She's like, hey, kids, you know, two of you can have pizza tonight. One of you can have, um, I think it's peas. I think she says, <laughs> she's looking in the, in the fridge. And then, and then she's doing laundry. And then she's just trying to get through life. She's trying to feed her kids, do their laundry. A teacher shows up at the door. She's still naked. So she's like, fuck it. Like, I just gotta, I gotta handle shit right now. And I like that. Like, to me, that, that, speaks to me because it's like a person just trying to function what the fuck ever society talks about doesn't matter to me right now because i'm just trying to get through life i like that i like that scene i guess i'm just like looking at it from like the kid's perspective and i'm like i don't know how i feel about it yeah no that's fair i'm saying that's fair there's some Freudian shit maybe buried in yeah, there. Yeah, it really crosses those, like, ideas of, like, sex and uh, parents and yep. nudity and yep. just a lot of, like, different thoughts. And I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about that. Hey, Doug, have you ever walked in on your parents? No. I have. I'm sure you have. I feel like most people I know have. Yeah. I dated a girl in high school who actually walked in on her parents. <laughs> she walked what? in on her parents as they were conceiving her little brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, God damn it. Hey, kids, knock first. Just yeah. knock on the door. Yeah, just knock on the door. It's not a big deal. If it's closed... Just knock on it. Yeah, that's all. Just- if you hear your parents wrestling, my parents. Oh boy, my until I was in like uh, seventh grade, sixth. This is my brain. Until I was in like six or seven, you're just you're bracing for this. It. I'm losing it. <laughs> until Come I was on. like sixth or seventh grade, my parents called sex snuggling. They said, "Here's how you make babies: you fall in love." And then you snuggle. And so... (laughs) Well, you want to hear something interesting, like, I... To this day... Thank you for changing the subject. Thank you. No, no, no. I'm not really changing the subject. But to this day... To this day, I'm 27 years old. Yeah. My parents have never had a sex... Like, the sex talk with me. No birds and bees for old Dougie boy? I never got... Birds and the bees, this is where babies come from. I'm pretty sure, because, you know, like, I did public school the whole time, so we had to do health class. I'm pretty sure in their minds, they're just like, we're gonna let, we're gonna let school take care of that. Like, They'll take which, care of it for us. such a bad fucking idea, honestly, like, because you learn things outside of health class from all your little fucking friends, and it's yeah. like... When you're learning about, like, 69ing before you, like, really understand what sex is, there's, like, a fucking weird cross going on there in your brain. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, dude, public school is is weird. Like, I've always said if I ever have kids, I'm going to send them to private school. Fuck. 
What was the wildest thing at the youngest age about sex that you were, that you were told about by your friends? Like, what was the weirdest? Like, you're talking about sixty nine. Like, how old were you being told about sixty nine? Well, in like sixth grade, something like that. And I'm like, I didn't fully understand. I probably didn't even understand what that was until I was like eighteen years old. Did you think that you had to pee pee into a vajayjay to have, make a baby? Uh, I mean, I obviously I learned about that through school. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know. I it's never something that I. It was like one of those things where it's like I'm gonna find my own way. I mean, I knew what sex was. You know. By like sixth or seventh or eighth grade, you know what I'm saying? But do you always use protection? This is a weird question. Uh I yes, I like to. Uh I have I have I dated one person who was more into me not doing it and I to this day I'm just like, that wasn't the smartest thing. Yeah, ever. right. Right. And I'm just like, yeah. But I I'm 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 like I was I was one of those kids that was scared at a young age from STDs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I if I ever I feel like if I ever got like a lifelong disease like AIDS or herpes or something like that, I'll probably just kill myself. I'll just I'll just end it for real. Really? Like, Doug. yeah. Uh, well, no, herpes isn't curable, and AIDS medicine is expensive, and like syphilis can kill you, and. Uh, hepatitis B lasts your whole life. There's a lot of... There's a, I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. You know? I, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And it's the idea of, like, passing it along to somebody else. Right. Where I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking cut... You know, just I'm gonna cut the neck off the chicken. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's fucking noble. That's fucking... You're a knight. I knight thee. I'd rather just, like, end the path right there, you know what I'm saying, than ruin somebody else's life on accident. Doug, you're a sweet so. boy. Can I can I match you there? Can I tell Before. an equally upsetting story? That's to do with you getting more conjunctivitis on your finger. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to forget that I told that story. Uh... <laughs> It's not about assholes. This is not a story about assholes. All right. All right. So, I think... I had a conversation with my friends. I don't have a lot of friends here in Minnesota. But it's hard for me to make friends, oddly, (laughs) because I'm so likable. Yeah, you're so likable. Yeah, you're so normal. (laughs) I'm so normal. (laughs) That's weird. Go on. I had a conversation with my friends um, about our sexual sexual inclinations and it came up that uh i i think okay this is this is the end of this i'm gonna cut this off at the at the pass i think that maybe i was incorrectly circumcised because my parents they didn't pay anything for hospital bills i'm an army brat we both are and i i think that maybe they had an Underqualified doctor that circumcised yeah, me. A semi circ. I, I, the tip of my head. This is all I'll say. Unless you ask more questions. Not uh, trust me. Okay, good. Thank God. The tip of my head is kind of fucked up, and I think that I, it's because an underqualified doctor who works for the army circumcised me for free. We might cut this out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who's it up to? You or me? 
Uh, I don't know, but podcast rules say if I say that, we have to leave it in, so... Yeah, that's true. Oh, you just you just guaranteed it's going to yeah, stay I'm in. Yeah, I'm, like, forcing it to stay in the podcast, yeah. That's what you're doing. Okay. You're... You, why did you team up with me in the first place? Like, that was a bad choice. That was a really bad choice. <laughs> Okay, uh, next topic. So Malcolm uh, in the middle. Yeah, so Malcolm has this, he has a bully, and that we meet kind of at the beginning of the episode, and then that, that like, B storyline gets wrapped up at the end, where yeah. Malcolm's just fucking had enough of this kid. Does He throws something, some sort of food in his face. I can't pudding, remember what it was. I think, yeah, put, was it was chocolate pudding? pudding. Okay. And he throws pudding in his face, and this kid's just like, oh, I'm gonna beat the shit out of Malcolm. And then Malcolm... Does he, like, dip or something like that? Because, like... Oh, yeah. He ducks. He ducks. And then the bully ends up... He bare, he he hits Stevie, but just, just slightly on the chin, right? Yeah. And then everyone is just like, holy shit. He just hit the kid in the wheelchair, you know? His crew, then, his crew, like, dips on him. They're like, that was fucked up, bro. Like, you can't be hitting... They say crippled again they say but you can't be hitting Stevie a crippled saves kid the day basically like so he gets like tapped on the chin you know they they, they even like at they like add a little like sound effect that's just like really dainty and everything to like emphasize how lightly he was hit but then stevie saves the day by literally just tipping himself over in the wheelchair to make it look like he fucking like got rocked and then every like this the bully just like gets taken care of basically and everyone's just like oh my god like, and the bully knows he that he the bully sees it coming too because he's yeah. like I'm, yeah. I didn't and he apologizes too he's like Stevie yeah. Stevie I'm sorry you know and that was like that was a really good like that sets up the friendship between Malcolm and Stevie I feel like like yeah I think that's really where it solidifies because like Stevie had Malcolm's back when everybody when the crowd picks Stevie back up he's like just cheesing at Malcolm he's just yeah. smiling. And then and then Malcolm just like smiles back and nods at him, and it's like, oh, okay, uh, I see. This was a, honestly, I feel like this really was a good pilot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand why the show is po- so popular. Yeah. Who plays uh, Stevie's dad? Gary Anthony Williams. Yeah, he's been in um, been a bunch of shit, but he's, I know for a fact that he's been in How I How I Met Your Mother. He was in an episode of that. He was in an episode of uh, oh he was in the very sunny Christmas for it's always sunny. It's always sunny. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems like classically trained because he does like the voiceover work and everything, and like he's yeah. he's very yeah. I know for a fact that he's been in How I Met Your Mother. I don't see it listed on here, but I I know for but you a recognize fact that him. He's, yeah, he was in an episode. Ted buys a house. He buys that like that like rotting down house. You know what I'm saying? And he plays the inspector that comes in. That's right. And he's listing off everything that's wrong with it. And he falls from yes. the ceiling. Yep. Right. Oh, he apparently he did a voice at one point on Wild Thornberries. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. Okay, so in the in the it's always sunny. You know when they go to that uh, claymation thing, like the old uh, Rudolph movie? Yeah, he does yeah, the yeah, snowman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the snowman. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, apparently he's done a few. He's done a bunch of voices on Rick and Morty as well. Damn. Uh, yeah, he's a, he has a recognizable face for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I feel like we've covered it. 
a lot. Oh, he was on Weeds and Boston Legal and... Oh, he, oh, uh, he did the voice for Uncle Ruckus on Boondocks. Yeah, uh, that's it! That's what I was looking for. And he did... I don't know if this was like a fucking prank, but I saw something to where he was on a red carpet dressed up as Uncle Ruckus walking oh, around. Funny. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> and they, they were talking about doing a live Boondocks. And it awesome. might have been a fucking prank, but he was walking around as Uncle Ruckus and just like talking to people and, and confronting people and being like a man on the street sort of thing. <laughs> All right. I, I would watch that. I would watch a live action. Yeah, Boondocks. right. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we've we've uh, summarized everything. We, I mean, it's only a 30 minute show. You know what I'm saying? There's only so much to talk about. Truth. In the actual show. Um What's our next? Uh, what's our first segment? Uh, we don't. We're not super consistent about it. We could do blindfolds. We could do MFK. We could do uh, recent rewatches, which I actually have something written down for. I don't have a recent rewatch, but I do have a first watch. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, don't make fun of me. <laughs> okay. So you, uh, I remember telling you about the uh, me listening to. Gilmore guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So they're they're like pretty much done with all of that. I don't know if it's still going on, but so I'm in like season three of Gilmore Guys right now. The podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. the podcast. I'm in I'm in season three of, of Gilmore Guys the podcast. And they always talk about this other show that Amy Sherman Palladino did. Who, hmm. She's the she's the creator of uh of yeah. Gilmore Girls, her and her mm-hmm. husband Dan. Um who Funny enough, comes from Family Guy. He worked on Family Guy, like, a lot. Um, so her and her husband, Dan, created Gilmore Girls. and they. But the two guys that do Gilmore Guys always talk about this other show that Amy did called Bunheads. Okay. And it's about these girls in high school who are, who are uh, ballet dancers. It's basically like Gilmore... It's written just like Gilmore Girls, you know what I'm saying? And it's got a lot of the same actors from Gilmore Girls as well. It's got a lot of crossover going on. Okay. Like, so I started watching it, and I was like, I don't know, man. I just don't know. It's like about these high school girls who are like ballet dancers, and I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. But the... Most recently, I listened to an episode of Gilmore Guys with uh, Jason Manzukis, and he said he was like, because he's a huge Gilmore Girls fan, and he was just like, Bunheads is amazing. And I was like, man, I was like, man, maybe I'll have to give it a shot. And I started watching it last night, and I'm about halfway through it. There's only 18 episodes total. Like it, it, it was like a limited run sort of thing. You know what I mean? But. Uh, I'm about halfway through, but it's, I love it, man. But I also love the way she writes, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like fast paced talking, a lot of like weird pop culture references and like sarcastic humor and shit like that. Nice. So I'm just like, I'm watching that right now. And I finished up, uh, OC. Very nice. Um, I'm also kind of like watching Scrubs here and there, like when I go to bed. Scrubs. I don't want no Scrubs. Scrub is a guy can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side, side. of his best, his best friend's, friend's ride. ride, trying to holler at me. Trying to holler. I was like, "What?" I was like, "What is the fucking last line of that?" <laughs> they rhyme me with me, which is kind of upsetting. <laughs> the worst. I guarantee you, they didn't write that song though. Oh yeah, yeah, easy, yeah. 
Um, what's what's your rewatches? Okay, so I just saw a show for the first time since we started there. Oh, it's called Three Hundred. Oh yeah. Um, it's, wait, Three Hundred? You mean Three Percent? Fuck. It's called the Three Percent Edit Point. I was gonna say, I'll did leave you that really in. just fuck up your I'll own leave that joke? in. I'll leave that in, and I'm gonna move past it and not even pick it up right now. You fucked up your own joke. No, yeah, I'm gonna move past that. And but Doug, I promise I will leave that in. And how I'm gonna prove it to you is the fact that I will not even leave my space to edit this. The thing I watched recently again was Eric Andre. Oh, okay. The cool. Eric Andre show, bro. Fucking I've adult never watched swim. It. Doug. What the fuck? Eric Andre's a little abrasive for me. Oh, honestly. yes. He's an agent of chaos. He's, and I yeah, love he's that. not. So, sometimes I'm like, you're funny, dude. But other time, most times I'm like, mm, it's just not my brand. No, I, I, I totally, totally understand and respect that. But like, I think that, I think that he's an alien from the same planet that I'm from. Probably. I think I, I just love that man. Yeah, like I said, I've seen him do some funny shit. Like I watched him troll Alex Jones one time at the yes, at the yep, uh, conservative at the convention or the Republican yep. convention. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but past that, like I watched him do. I watched Nardwar interview him, and he was so mean <laughs> to Nardwar. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it, I get it, like, you're staying on brand and everything like that, but I was just like, this is, a, it's almost too much for, for it me, is. personally. It is, yeah, the, I, I do not disagree with you at all, and at the same time, I fucking love that human. I'm glad that he exists. And a quick re- re-listen is uh, the Worst Idea of All Time podcast. Which that. is fucking ingenious. It's these two neat New Zealanders, these two Kiwis, and what they do is they watch the same movie once a week for a year, and they review it every every week. That sounds tedious but hilarious all at the same it, time, dude. They like they digress into mental insanity. I can only imagine. When they get a new movie, they're like, oh, this is the best movie ever. But then they're like, oh, yeah, we just like this because it's not the movie that we, that we watched for the past year. So wait, they do a different movie each year? Yes. What, 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 what was the first one they did? The first one was Grown Ups 2. Oh, my fuck. And they never watched Grown Ups 1. Oh, my fuck. So they watched Grown Ups 2 for a year, and I don't think they still have ever seen Grown Ups 1. And then the second time, they watched Sex in the City 2. Do they, like, just pick sequels? Like, is that, like, their thing? Like It's almost... The the, the last one is We Are Your Friends. But uh, I don't. I didn't even I know what the fuck that movie that was. Yeah, I didn't. It was. It's Are a Zac Efron movie. That podcast, like, is it over? Yeah, they officially laid it to bed. They might resurrect it because after the first season, they were like, "Let's never ever do this again." But then they got so much support and financial backing that they had to just do it again because <laughs> it's oh, hilarious. God. Like by the halfway point, they're just like both getting drunk as they can, just because they're trying to deal with <laughs> with grownups too, with Adam Sandler. It's yeah, it's absurd. I can't even imagine. Grown Ups One wasn't that was not good, so I can only imagine how much worse Grown Ups Two was. 
Yeah, right. Oh my and god. Like what? Sex in the City Two. Back for more sex. Like what? <laughs> What's? The, I don't even understand, man. How did you not get enough sex? Uh, in New York, man. There's so many people to have sex with. Um, blindfolds. Let's talk about some blindfolds. Pretty simple, man. I'm just gonna go ahead and say zero. Zero. Same. All right. Woo! That was quick. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's simple. I mean, it, and it, it's easy because like I don't need to justify it to myself or to you or to anyone else. I feel like because yeah. it's just like if this you've whole seen conversation. The show, yeah. Yeah. If you've seen the show, you you know that it's good. I don't. I mean, I'm right. sure there's people out there that don't like it. You know, there's people yeah. that don't like everything. And given given our our history and the, uh, there's, I think I have to say this just to defend the arguments that I already hear coming in is like there's nostalgia, of course. There's bias. Yes, I'm the oldest of five children, five boys, which is fucking improbable as fuck. Also, but like mm-hmm. the fact that I can relate. With all of these characters, I can see my siblings in all of these characters. And that's my disclaimer. So if you disagree with me, fuck. I I will fuck you so good until I find your G-spot and make you say, Ooh, Malcolm. All right, that got weird <laughs> real quick. <laughs> okay, everybody. Uh, I... I'm going to go ahead and apologize for Caleb. Thank you, Doug. Uh, neither one of us are going to fuck you unless you would like that. And if we do, we're not going to make you say, ooh, Malcolm. <laughs> so, there's that. Malcolm. I guarantee you there's a fucking, there's like a fanfic out there where they spell his name like that. <laughs> Malcolm. I guarantee you that that is a real thing. Probably. Um, yep. Yeah, the internet is a disgusting, disgusting place. Yeah. Which is why our podcast is on there. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's a good show. It's well-written. It's well-crafted. I mean, the characters develop over the seven seasons that it's on air. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it jumped the, the shark at some point. You know what I'm saying? But I feel as though even if even when it does, like, towards the end, it's still a good show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what a, let's give, like, two minutes to talk about Brian Cranston. Because yeah. fucking Breaking Bad? What the fuck? And he directed a, a handful, like, a decent amount of those episodes... Like Breaking, what, Breaking Bad? Bad? Yes. I'm not a fan, personally. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm the wrong person to talk about Breaking Bad with, if I'm being 100% honest. Oh my god. This is the last episode of our, epi- our, our internet. I figured it would be, honestly. I was kind of waiting for that. Welcome to internet. He's been in, I mean, he's been in a lot, you know what I'm saying? But Malcolm in the Middle was like his breakout role. Movies? Okay, yeah. He's been in a lot of movies as well, you know what I'm saying? Um, He's been in a, quite, a, quite a few movies, honestly. Nothing, like, really big until, like, I don't know, 2004 or 5, maybe. Yeah, I'd say, like, his first, like, really big movie would probably be, like, Little Miss Sunshine. 
But TV-wise, yeah, Malcolm... I mean, he was in a lot before Malcolm as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at his filmography list right now, but nothing that's really, like, jumping out at me is like, oh, this was really good. He did a couple episodes of King and Queens, and um, he did some voices on uh, the Clerks animated series, and then right from that, he did Malcolm in the Middle. But he's been on Archer, he's been on 30 Rock, he's been on Simpsons, Cleveland Show, Family Guy, American Dad, How I Met Your Mother, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, you know. Curb? A, a what the fuck was of, he on Curb? He was in the newest season. Okay. All right. Props, Brian. Thank you, Brian, for being a human. And and obviously Breaking Bad, you know, but I mean, yeah. that is its own thing altogether. Yes. And yeah, he does. He does do some directing, and he's a stage actor. He's done some stage work. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's he's kind of all over the place, honestly. Yeah, animation, stage, sitcom, single cams. He's directed some Modern Family and The Office. He he directed the Work Bus episode. Wow, I did not see that coming. Okay, all right, Brian. Good job being a human. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brian Cranston, he's a great actor. I, I, the, the Breaking Bad thing is just like it just makes me paranoid, mm, and I yeah. don't like that feeling when I'm watching TV. I understand. I understand. At the same time, I have to say I love love that show. You and everyone else. That's not everyone else. A, yeah, it's not a controversial opinion to have. That's not. You're more brave than I am. Dude, if I don't like something, I'll I'll I will be vocal about it. This Game of Thrones, name something else that's fairly large. I probably don't uh, like it. Rick and Morty. Dude, I just rewatched season three and it's not good. Tim and Eric. Not good. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. Yin and Yang. I like over here. I like everything that they do separately from each other. Like I like I like uh Eric in uh Master of None and I like Tim when in that movie the the comedian or the comedy or whatever it's called the comedy yep yeah I liked that you know what I'm saying I, yeah. yeah it's just not my uh cup of tea bag. not my bag it's not my cuppa p cup of pee it's not my cup of pee. Would you please piss in my mouth, sir? It's me, a British man. Oh, I do want to say before we before we wrap up, um, if you if you're listening to this and you have amazingly got this far into the episode and you like what we're doing, just uh, hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever the fuck it is you're listening to this. Yeah, uh, yeah. we appreciate yeah. it. We also appreciate feedback. You know, write us, tell Caleb to shut the fuck up more often. Yeah. I need the. I need that. That's what helps me learn about yeah. humans. You got to tell if me you, these. If you have uh, some critiques, if you want us to mix things up a little bit, you know, if you have a maybe a segment suggestion. Ooh, write us, tweet at us, post on our Instagram. Yeah, send it to our PO box. But most importantly, tell your friends if you like this show, and you know, hopefully they like it too. But on that note, Caleb, wrap it up. What do I what do I say, Doug? What do I say? My name's Doug K. I'm Caleb Rowe.
And this has been Blind Blind Pie Blitz. Blitz. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off, everybody. Fuck you. Fuck. Just, just fuck you. You can find Blind Pilots on Instagram at Blind Pilots Podcast. Also, our artwork is by Cameron Del Rosario. You can find him on Instagram at Cam Del Rosario, and our music is by Dirt Doctrine. Goodbye. A post-Christian production. Collaborating with We Busy But Creative Podcasts.